T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So anybody out there watching the Hallmark Channel this time of year? Everything is, I do, drives my family crazy. I have it on all the time. Watching the stories of the person that goes to their hometown and they fall in love and it's all perfect and the Christmas is perfect and it's a beautiful day. And that's what we think about Christmas. We think about this need to be perfect. Everything's got to be perfect. And then we look around our house and it doesn't look perfect and our kids aren't perfect and our gifts aren't perfect. And things can make us feel sad this time of year. Not everyone is in the holiday spirit. So, Paul Dearman is joining us. He is a licensed professional counselor to talk about not just potential, potentially being depressed or sad this time of year, but also the horrific tragedy that happened with Ellen DeGeneres' DJ Twitch, who recently committed suicide. So good morning, Paul. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Karen. So I want to start talking about seasonal affective disorder. Is that a thing? Talk about this time of year and why maybe people who don't always have a feeling of sadness this time of year maybe becomes more sad, anxious, stressed. Talk about what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you reference seasonal affective disorder. Um, seasonal affective disorder does usually... Uh, affect people more in the winter, but there are people who are affected differently um, at other times of the year. So it might happen in summer. But just to be clear, yes, absolutely, seasonal affective disorder is a thing, and and really everybody kind of has some mood decrease usually uh, as the winter months are coming around, and um, the the holidays actually really help us to cope with that. A lot of the experiences, events, art, sound, sights help us to feel a lot better, um, um, you know, can kind of mask how we're experiencing uh, the, the season. Um, but they also help to create some expectations. And you kind of reference that as you are introducing the story. And when those expectations that we have really aren't lived up to, um, don't really play out the way we expect, that can really hurt uh, and make us feel a lot worse during this this period of time where we're already kind, kind of feeling the effects of the shorter days, getting less sunlight. Um, things are just harder to do in the wintertime, and, and we're doing our best to cope with that during this period. So I, as I see, there might be like two different concerns. One is somebody who's temporarily feeling this way because of the weather, because of just the expectations. And then the other person who might have a, a, a medical, a mental health disorder 
that requires some treatment, how do you know which spectrum you are? Am I just kind of experiencing a little bit of sadness, but I will get through it versus I need some help to get through this? Yeah, um, excellent point. Well, the reality is everybody could benefit from some help at any point in time. We just have different abilities to access that help and what kind of help that is. Uh, So everybody has social needs. And so, you know, when loneliness is increased, if you don't have any place to go, you're definitely someone who does need some help. Um, If you're used to having a certain amount of support or fellowship and something is going to interfere with that, maybe you don't have the ability to travel. Maybe you've had to isolate due to COVID. Um, uh, You know, maybe you've lost someone in the past year you can be more isolated during this period of time, and uh, that makes it much more likely that you should reach out and try to get some help. So this situation with this this man, they call him Twitch, who mm-hmm. he had posted videos less than 24 hours before he committed suicide, dancing, smiling with his beautiful wife and his beautiful child. And I think people look at that and think, how can someone on the outside seem so happy and perfect and then still within 24 hours commit such a horrific act of, of self-harm. How, how is that possible? Yeah. So the reality is actually that um, seeing that increase or improvement in mood can be a warning sign in and of itself. Um, What we've learned over time is that uh, when someone who is really depressed Um, begins to really have a plan for suicide, they're much more likely uh, to feel better, feel a sense of relief. And so if you've seen someone, interacted with someone who seemed kind of low on energy, um, seemed maybe like they're a little bit depressed, and you see that increase in their mood or their energy levels, um, it might be a good idea to... Uh, lend them extra support, keep a closer eye on them um, um, because that increase in, in, in happiness might actually be uh, letting you know that they're, they're thinking and they're planning to do something soon. We're talking to Paul Dearman, who is a licensed professional counselor. I am Karen Michaels sitting in for John Reed. So when, if you are um, with somebody that you notice might you're you're concerned about i mean i know that there is this suicide hotline now i guess it's 988 when mm-hmm. should a family member contact that line when should they reach out to a counselor how does how how should someone access additional support if that is needed either the family member him or herself or the person who is experiencing the decline in their mental health yes so uh, one, obviously, there are fantastic resources such as hotlines that are out there that people can, uh, you know, definitely call, get extra support that way. Um, one thing that people are often concerned about uh, for themselves or hesitant to do is, is inpatient treatment um, uh, and going to a hospital and getting assessed there, even if you're not certain that uh, you are going to meet the qualifications, that it's a severe enough sort of thing, 
The reality is that going through that process of, of inpatient can actually unlock additional supports. Uh, you know, the medical system often has some uh, extra supports, extra types of uh, services that you might qualify for if you have been hospitalized uh, previously. So going through that process and finding out uh, whether or not you might be admitted might be a way to get additional support that you might otherwise be cut off from. As far as family members are concerned, just spending time with loved ones, uh, you know, that's something that all of us need, that connection, that support with one another. So just spending time and not being afraid to have conversation with the person if they have talked about it, uh, you know, you're not going to, you can't, implant the idea into somebody's mind of suicide just by bringing it up. So ask, feel free to ask someone directly if you suspect it or if you fear it, ask them and let them talk to you about it if that's something that you can do for them. Is, if someone is contemplating suicide, is that something if you ask them about that they would typically admit or will somebody who's contemplating suicide not say that that's what they're thinking about out of fear that you might try to stop them? Yeah, they may or may not. It's very, uh, very much going to depend upon the trust and rapport that you have with the person. So they might not admit it. They might not talk to you about it. But just knowing that someone is willing to listen, uh, knowing that they're willing to support, uh, and and knowing that the other person is okay, uh, provides a, a great relief to anyone who is experiencing these kinds of mental health challenges. And what are some just everyday coping strategies that people can use who are just feeling this little sense of just kind of being down, not feeling the holiday mood, the holiday spirit, seeing everyone around you all happy and holiday, you know, having a wonderful holiday you see on Facebook, they're having parties and gift exchanges, and you're kind of like, Ugh, I'm not really feeling that. What are just some everyday common strategies that people can use to kind of get through this time of year and eliminate some mm -hmm. of that anxiety and stress and that I don't want to use the word depression, because maybe they're just kind of feeling down? Yeah. So one would definitely be to acknowledge that like what you're experiencing right now, it's temporary and it's related to what's going on seasonally. Um, part of what we can do is to get more sunlight. Sunlight has been shown to have positive effects uh, on our mood, especially getting it directly into your eyes, into your retinas. Um, <clears throat> and there's even things called light boxes that work uh, very effectively for people with seasonal affective disorder and really can help uh, anyone. Um, being patient with yourself, embracing small goals, and rewarding yourself for making small progress. Like It's okay if you've fallen into a rut, uh, but m setting small goals, achieving those small goals, and recognizing the value of making little progress, little actions, towards making small improvements and being patient with yourself as you do that uh, can make a world of difference in getting through this period of time. 
Well, that's all certainly great advice. Paul Dearman, licensed professional counselor. I thank you so much for sharing this information with us today. Have a wonderful holiday. Thank you, Karen. You too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.